0: All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base Fifteen. I am here with my good friend Zareth. We are here to talk GAC and the proving grounds. Apparently, um, how's it going, Zareth? You've been you've been MIA while off at a convention all week. How are
1: you? Uh, I'm good, <laughs> Solo. I actually my popsicle was melty, so I actually finished it already pre-stream. <laughs> But I'm, I'm doing well, the, the podcast convention was fun. And, you know, it, it's funny, like the, the whole, like, the, there was some things I learned about podcasting, most of it, the things that I learned are about were about like YouTube, like mostly, <laughs> mostly the good tips everywhere else. I was actually very, I was, I was impressed with us. In fact, in a way, like there were a lot of people on panels and stuff that, uh, you know, they, they talk like they talked like they, you know, they were like big deals and we, you and I get more downloads than a lot of those guys, actually. <laughs> that,
0: that is, that is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, and we, we don't even try. I mean, obviously <laughs> I, I we,
1: know <laughs> we,
0: we try in the talking, but we don't try in any production value at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know, I know. People, it's like an it's like an open joke at this point. But, but yeah, like people, people like uh, talking like they're big deals. I I swear, like the podcasting community is one of the more annoying community. Like, it's like that old joke uh, that you could tell, like you know, how how can you tell if someone's vegan? They'll
0: tell you. Yeah don't
1: don't worry, they'll tell you. Like it's very similar to podcasting. Like. (laughs) <laughs> how many people you know that they're like i don't know if you knew this but i have a podcast <laughs> oh yeah i had a lot of yeah. conversations with people that are like that oh well on my podcast this well what what we, what we do on our my podcast the the blah blah, blah podcast we we do this and I'm, I'm like that's cool I'm, I'm not gonna do that that sounds like
0: plus hey guy we're at a podcasting convention of course you have a podcast god damn it (laughs) right
1: right well what was funny to me was like the the people like doing the sessions and stuff stuff like some of them really knew their stuff some of them would yeah they'd have you raise their hat you know they're like how many people have had a podcast for this many years how many people have had you know (laughs) And, and like so everyone had raised their hand about having a podcast but then they're like how many people have a youtube channel and like everyone else everyone to keep their hand up they're like how many people have a youtube channel with over 10k subs and like all the hands down instantly. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just stopped uh, raising my hand because i was like I, I don't want people to think i'm pretentious but
0: i don't want people to <laughs> come after me in the parking lot later <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it was funny i'm like but you guys have cool hats though so that's good
0: <laughs> oh all right speaking of podcasts why don't we actually focus on our topic now sure. that we've made fun of all the of the loser podcasts out there um all right so uh you were gone but GAC was not apparently this convention did not know the proper timing of scheduling um
1: yeah poor choices so,
0: Yes. And not not just GAC. I mean, we had we had a lot of announcements come out this week and a lot of a lot of rumors come out this week too, which I don't know if you've seen all of them, but one of them is not even a rumor. Datamine suggests that five new ship bundles are have entered the game, which usually means five new ships are entering the game. Oh.
1: I suppose that's fine. Yeah, um, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard that. I I really have just like <laughs> I, to anyone who's messaged me and stuff. Like, so, some of you are like, "Hell, he's messaged me back," and most people, most of them are like, "What the hell, Zareth?" Like, I, I just mostly ignored <laughs> people this week because I wanted. I just wanted a slight vacation, you know. Yeah. But, but that that being said, yeah, like I hadn't heard hadn't heard that about the date of mine. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So we have. Um... Yeah. We have, we have that. There's also a rumor that you almost definitely haven't heard, um, but hmm. that's going around the, the next GL announcements coming in within four weeks.
1: Oh, that is something yeah. I had not heard. Whoa. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's strict rumor. Like, that's not announcement. That's not coming from the lips of somebody from CG. It's strict rumor, but it's a rumor from being uh spread by people that i would actually put some faith in um that have been right in the past at least so mm. and I, I won't name names that way if it's wrong it doesn't look like i'm calling somebody out but um yeah we could we we might be seeing a new gl in four weeks so start saving your gear like if you're not working on something now is a good time to start saving your gear <laughs>
1: i'm always working on something stupid but Uh, yeah i'll get i'll get fifth brother up and then i'll i'll uh you know could get relic five because actually i mean i've been saving it anyways because grand inquisitor is gonna right uh, have you ever i I was thinking about this um uh, because all right so i was looking at star killer requirements on my alt uh, versus uh versus the other galactic legend requirements and like yeah. there, there's a lot of chirotech involved with, with all of them but yep. um star killer has like more chirotech requirements than any of the others almost like <laughs> at least where i'm at i, I don't know if, if I, I didn't check to see if like there's some kind of i've already geared most of the things like put most of the but but like it's like 800 plus chirotechs uh, of each piece that you need for star killer <laughs> And it just yeah. made me think. Like, do you think they'll ever get to the point where there's a legendary character that just has six slots in every gear level, where the it's just kyrotech <laughs> Uh I mean, maybe, but like, <laughs> like three hundred per level go
0: right. And like kyrotechs aren't. It, it's ironic for me. carbontis <clears throat> are still the hard, the hard stop. Kyrotex, like I could, I have a thousand of each right now. Um,
1: yeah, I have a bunch of Kyros actually. And it,
0: it, it's it's one hundred percent Carbontes that block me on everything. Still to this day, I think I looked it up the other day, and I I still need like six thousand Carbontes to gear up everything in the game. Like the remaining characters that I have, <laughs> um, they do they do not come. They don't come nearly as fast as I want them to.
1: Yeah. Well, gosh, you, well, you don't buy them in the guild store. You don't buy uh, the, the Carbanti in the guild store.
0: Well, I buy some of them in the guild store, oh, but okay. that's I, that's mainly focused on mod stuff. Um, mod stuff and the bronzium materials. That's That's mostly what I buy in the guild store
1: yeah um that's fair I, in the guild store what do i even buy in the guild store i'm not even sure um <laughs> uh, like not not. i have 30k of that say it, like and i don't i don't have to scrimp on it but
0: oh i have i have 470 of it right now
1: that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well part of it's that i just log in like once a day so yeah like during the guild uh or during the the guild the uh the podcast convention that there was one time that it, it was it was like 10 o'clock or something pm and i opened the my phone and it made me collect my um my calendar <laughs> things. i was like i haven't logged in yet today Whoa. <laughs> oh
0: yeah um but yeah so carpontis are actually still like because I buy the Kyrotex with the G-E-T-2. I saved up 160K, which is probably worthless keeping that much, but fool me once um, and I learn a lesson and I will never make that gas mistake again. So every, every G-E-T-2 piece of currency goes towards Kyrotex for me. And so I have, I have a thousand of each of them right now.
1: Nice. i i've stopped doing that for one of the pieces one of the pieces is uh, like I, I farm one of the pieces uh yeah the light side piece which, whichever one that is um and then and then uh the other one i i pick up at the guild store or sorry at the the guild events store yeah the g e t is so that's what i spend my g e t two on is the uh The non-shock prod one, yeah. So I have a 1,000 of the shock prod, and then I think I have like 600 of the other one, um, which is, of course, probably just also a byproduct of us, uh, you know, spending money on this game. We just, uh, we end up having more of that than other people do.
0: Well, that, and I haven't, I haven't brought, well, other than um, Fifth Brother, I haven't brought anyone to G13 in a while. Like because I've I've been working on relics, just going from five to seven on all the characters for like two months. So I also haven't spent a lot of Kairos because I'm not gearing people up, though I did I did just get Wicked geared up. So I lost a lot of carbantes today and and some Kairos as well.
1: Lost a lot of good carbantes. Yeah, yeah.
0: It probably wasn't smart because I know I'll need them for Grand Inquisitor, but you know, it's a stupid event, man. They, they have put all the fu um, GCs recently.
1: Okay, I, I don't think I've tried the new GC.
0: Well, it's Ewoks, and my Ewoks are all
1: oh. gear eleven,
0: and Wicket was gear seven. So, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> they're not. They're not getting that box. Well, so they could have, but not with a gear seven. Uh, Wicket. Apparently, Skilltux has a video saying that Wicket, Wicket can be your only G twelve, but he needs to be G twelve, and you can get the get the box.
1: Hmm. I could probably do it then. I don't know if I care that much. I guess I do a little bit, but that's unfortunate. Actually, that, that's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. Like you, you make. You make this game, you make you make this game mode, and it's like, oh, hey, like, the only way to get this, like, really super rare material, like, the really, like, the only consistent way to get it are these Galactic Challenges, and yeah. it's actually not, like, you also need it for Relica, like, the GC Galactic Challenges is actually, like, it's fairly important, in fact, like, yeah, yeah uh there's a lot of materials that you need there that you get and and then they're like hey um we realize that you shouldn't have like we don't require ewoks for anything and ewoks aren't actually good in gac or territory wars anyways even with their omicron (laughs) and uh, like there's all these reasons not to gear your ewoks past the point that you can get like the talzin event done uh or, or whatever um and then, or unlock C three PO or whatever the the but but hey we're going to we're going to every once in a while just like give you both middle fingers and require Ewoks for this.
0: Yeah, you
1: know you need kind of
0: right. The problem is that they're doing them in a row because it's like Inquisitors and then I forget what it was and then Inquisitors then Ewoks and it's just like. It's, I understand gating them every once in a while because you need to provide a reason to progress your roster. And quite frankly, there hasn't been a reason to progress your roster in like probably since in 2022. Um, like there, there's no new GLs. There's no this grand inquisitor is the only legendary you really have to care about. And it's like, all right, so we're going to use GCs to, to force you to progress your roster and it's, but it's just it, man. It is such a awful feeling of yep. Here's here's one I can't get. Yep, can't get that one.
1: Yeah, it, it's not it's not fun, really. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, whatever. I, I guess at the end of the day, it's not it's not a thing I care a huge amount <laughs> about. Like like, I think. Uh, I shouldn't even say that it's not, it's not that I don't care at all. I just, um, it's, it's just the, Oh, it's, I don't know. I I guess they, they need to give us some kind of roster progression things. Like I, I recognize the necessity of that. Um, and at the end of the day, they do give us some really easy ones, but I don't know. It, it can be frustrating because uh, my 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 main account doesn't care at all, really. I, I guess a little bit, but but like the alts and stuff. I think if you if it's the only account, I think that that's where it hurt, hurts you the most. You're like yeah. you're like man, I really need this. And yeah. I I don't know how many events you've done where it's like you spend two hours and you don't even get the max prize and you just have to walk home with your tail between your legs. <laughs> like you're just like. Uh, I spent two hours of my life doing this and I don't even get the full prize. And I guess I'm screwed. Like, I feel like that's the thing that I care the most about is how how it feels to middle range players the most. Right,
0: right. Um, Speaking of mid-range players, that's an excellent segue. Well done, Zareth, on the Proving Grounds, which are currently in the game right now. Um, Which... Uh, a lot of people are kind of furious about. So for those of you that are hiding in a hole somewhere, these Proving Grounds are the way to get cat and Razor Crest Shards right now. And then in two months, we're going to be adding, I think, is it Maul that's next? It's probably Maul that's next. In two months, he'll get added to the Proving Grounds. And it's just a way to get shards. Basically, you do the event, you get 20 shards, if you refresh for 2200 crystals, you get another 20 shards and then you refresh again. And it's, um, you know, another 20 shards um, and you can max. I think it's a max twice refresh. So you can't even whale out to seven star immediately, but um, my God, you would think that CG set, set the community on fire uh, and just, literally set everyone on fire because of this uh i mean the the angry comments coming from everywhere about these proving grounds is i mean it's kind of fun to watch (laughs) from the sidelines because it doesn't impact me but it's it's amazing how many people are pissed about this event
1: right well i mean Uh, that it is really interesting to me actually that that people are so angry because it's uh i I think i think it they should have communicated they should have communicated so much more actually about this about the whole thing um uh, like they're like hey proving grounds is coming and then like they didn't tell us anything else about it now it just shows up as an event like but here's like i think that the big thing is everyone's like oh this is awesome finally gonna get cat gonna get cat is gonna be good and then they can't get cat because they don't have formula gp because that's the right. walkthrough requirements and i mean uh, i can understand the frustration like if cg had just been like hey guys you had to be 4 million GP to even try like unlock them uh, at at a right at an okay rate anyways, to even try hard note, hard mode, yeah. like it, you know, so, so therefore you can't, we're not going to give you this event until you hit that, that, you know, GP limit. And uh, I, I think that that's probably, but the, if they had just said that it would have, <laughs> It would have pissed people off in the moment then, but we wouldn't have this much of a blowback now.
0: Yeah. I People are, that's, that's, that's kind of the, <clears> the <throat> interesting part of the 4 million block. Like, like you said, you had to be 4 million to get cat. The first time you had to be 4 million to get RC the first time you had to be 4 million to get them all the first time. Like this isn't, it's not a new number. Um, but CG, when they first announced it, didn't say that. And that's, I think that's part of the biggest problem of people got their hopes up, and hope is a dangerous thing, and they allowed them to get their hope up. Like, if they just announced it at the start, nobody, there would have been grumblings, but people wouldn't have started in their head their plan for their $2 million account right. to get to get this. And Unfortunately, that didn't happen, and that's that's bad communication on CG's part.
1: Um, right. Well. Well. Like, so when you first heard about it, what what did you, if you can remember, what did you assume that was going to happen? Like, uh, did you assume that anyone could complete the event as long as you know you had the requisite you know things to do it?
0: I yeah, things. I assumed so.
1: Um, like a one million GP account could plausibly do it if if they had the right characters or whatever.
0: Right. That's, that's what I assumed. I also, they announced it and they made it seem like I was never going to have a chance to play it. So I kind of stopped paying attention <laughs> because their original announcement said, um, yeah, if you already have Cat, you can't do the event. So the second I read that, I was, well, I have Cat and Razor Crest, so I don't need to think about this at
1: all. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's fair, I think. so.
0: Right. Um, as, as probably Sim out there can tell you, um, I've seen a lot of complaints about how hard it is, and I've seen people complain like, oh, Jedi Master Kenobi can't get me the Razor Crest Shards. And I mean, you still need to take a good team, but you still need to take the right team against it. Like, So the event is basically just a conquest or galactic challenge battle where the characters have modifiers. Um, So take the right team against it and you can win. Well, you you don't need more than R3 to beat these, these boards. Just don't bring the team that doesn't have an insta kill um, or a perma kill. I should say cat does have the i'm going to steal one stack from you but you get to revive three more times type of feature
1: right well well yeah i i was bragging um on sim here uh before the show like uh, he on, on prevail man who is barely four million gp he, he got it with with like relic 3 darth revan basti malik and then and then like han and chewie <laughs> right and, and and so i'm like well okay so I can understand frustration just like in general but but maybe maybe some of it's just user error maybe you guys just aren't as good as sim and you should become like you should work on that
0: (laughs) be as good as sim (laughs) like
1: that that should that should definitely be a goal you know said
0: glass never i mean always um yeah it's i i think I think it was people went in with the wrong team because they were like, I'm just going to use this team and um, get it. And then got pissed off because of everything surrounding it. But it's, it's just like conquest. Use, use the right team and you can beat it. That's, and there's a couple teams. Like I heard that CLS also like the full, the full bastard CLS team also works on that team. I haven't tried it because I'm not paying 2,200 crystals to test that out, but um, I've heard it also
1: works. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Well, uh, an early game, actually, that's, that's one thing that I've noticed is so I wouldn't say the prevail man is the best constructed account, frankly, like there, there are errors along the way. There's, certain gaps and me and sim have been a slightly undisciplined and probably just me mostly um in like what 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 we're working on but uh it's like no one else no one has cls at that level hardly or if they do he's he's way low level like that that's one team i've i developed super early so uh you know that could have worked but anyways yeah it's it's uh this new. This new thing, I, I mean, it's cool that you can get cat shards. I guess it's also yeah. that that refresh, twenty two hundred crystals is, whoo, it's a lot. So unless this it comes, is. if this comes, how many times is it going to come a month? Do, do we have not
0: They haven't said. But so here's the thing: it is a lot of crystals, like hands down. But it's still cheaper than if you were soft whaling her in the store.
1: Okay. That's fair,
0: or, or uh, I sh- yeah. If you were soft whaling her in the the conquest, you know, store. Um, so, because some I, I forget, I think it was five or six hundred crystals for five of her shards. So that's twenty four hundred crystals for twenty, and now you're getting twenty for twenty two hundred. So you basically saved two hundred crystals.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I have no issues. Um, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest that this is a really tricky thing. So they they can, I love the, I actually do. Okay. I, I don't even know that you may, you may have to take my gambit card away from me uh, here, but uh, so I, I don't really enjoy conquest. I do really like the release cadence of conquest and the way they're doing things. Like you get, sure. like Calvin was saying the other day, you know, he's free to play. Uh, you know, he, he does great but he's, he's like, man, I love Conquest because he gets Malgus at the same time as the Krakens. Right. Like it, it's a great opportunity for people who are on top of it to be able to like kind of catch up or keep up or whatever yeah. without having like, you and I have have ended up spending a decent amount to get all our inquisitors ready, and we'll get we'll get Grand Inquisitor early and everything. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be worth it. Uh, but one way or another, we did have to spend money, and you know we'll get it before other people. Uh, I do like the conquest kind of gives a little bit more parity. Like it, it's people who are engaged in the game, who are working hard, and you know, like they're rewarded for it. I I, I actually really like. That aspect of it. And the only thing that I've been considered, maybe not concerned about, but like interested in is how are they going to like they can't make cat cats too good to be a farmable in a hard node. Like I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, I would be annoyed if they were like, Hey, cat's in a hard node, go farmer. Like, a couple months work, you get anyone new, any new player gets her. Like uh, she needed to have some kind of a tough gate. And I'm I'm glad that they made it a little bit challenging, frankly.
0: Right. If I had to do this crap, you need to do something. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. I don't actually care about the four million requirement. I was I was saying this to somebody on the in our server, uh, but every new player complains that the the shard kraken goes for the newest GL. That's the hardest to get. And then just sits on one, right? Or if there's like four or five of them in the shard, they take the top five stop spots. Mm-hmm. Now, squad arena doesn't matter, so I understand this means almost nothing. And so, for the longest time, people were asking for ways to stop to stop that from happening, and they finally instituted. But of course, it's when arena doesn't really matter anymore. Um, but I mean, this mm-hmm. this is their way to to. De- direct how you're farming like yeah you're brand new to the game you can get jedi master kenobi but sorry he's not going to be that great not not until you hit four million at least
1: yeah that's true that's true like how good is jedi master kenobi without without cat like (laughs) but the ironic thing is it's like, well, he he, he he could do okay with Cam. Like he's not gonna, he's not gonna like break anything instead of beating GLs and stuff, but <laughs> Cam is harder to get than cat in a way. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's uh it's it's a little bit sad. Like wh- what would you say you're doing here, Kenobi? Like what what would you what would you say you do here?
0: <laughs> he beats he beats Supreme Leader Kylo without cat. There's that. <laughs> uh
1: yay <laughs> no he's yeah it is funny though like you you essentially that like you need both of them and it's just such a it, i'll tell you what it, it, just let me express like how strange it is like i'm I'm in this space right now where you and i are uh doing you know we're, we're facing all these all these really good players and it's, it's fun like the meta you know everyone has everything that's fine um but but then you like you sit, you get you get a little bit lower and you get to the point where not every single person has cat unlocked. You know, so if you have someone has Kenobi, it's like uh, yeah. well, why? <laughs> why didn't why didn't you go for a different right. galactic legend? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on, you know, like my my list of what GLs you should farm first uh, or whatever pretty soon. Um, yeah. you know, like an updated list. And that's something I'm gonna take into consideration this time, is like. How easy is it to get cat? Uh, you right. know, like because you, you can get Jedi Master Kenobi. I guess you I guess you have to have Watt first, but otherwise, you know, he's fairly easy to acquire in a lot of ways if you can meet the gear requirements, blah blah blah. But um, you know, as far as far as farming, he's he's not bad. But in reality, you've almost haven't unlocked Kenobi before you've unlocked cat. Like the the two, it's like a dual unlock in a way.
0: Yeah. You know, this highlights my argument for why Lord Vader isn't the worst GL. Like basically to a T of everyone just assumes Kenobi and Kat are married. Right. Like they, they can't picture these two not being on the same team because they're so stupid strong on the same team. And then the argument is that Lord Vader is awful if you don't have Maul. And it's like, have you ever tried Jedi Master Kenobi without Cat? Like, he is, Jedi Master Kenobi without Cat is 100% the worst GL in the game. Um, He still does some cool things, but he gets beat by Bad Batch and Gas and a host of other things. And he struggles against... All the good GL comps other than like Supreme Leader Kylo. Like and then Lord Vader's like, yeah, guys, I, I solo three different GLs without Maul. Uh I'm just not good on defense without Maul. And everyone's like, Lord Vader's trash. A, oh, oh, well, okay.
1: <laughs> you you hear you hear those same people saying Lord Vader's trash. You usually hear the word Lord failure, the phrase yes. word, like because yeah. that's you know, that's that's the Well, it's an interesting thing, too. I mean, I I don't know the exact numbers, but I think Lord Vader's still, like, the one that at least people have.
0: Oh, yeah. by Like, by a country mile.
1: Yeah. And and part of that's just reluctance to get him because, because, I mean, there are issues here and there uh, about things. Like, uh, the requirements he has, like, you almost may as well get Supreme Leader Kylo because then... You're getting you're getting all sorts of other cool stuff, and maybe Lord Vader's slightly better, but like Supreme Leader Kylo is now the gatekeeper for a ton of really important things. Yeah, you know, and so, so you know, like maybe you get Supreme Leader Kylo first because there's there's better things to be gotten. But that being said, I mean, uh, for how much anger he causes in the community, how much <laughs> of that is backed by actual experience versus uh, borrowed right. experience. Right. You know, I'm um, gonna watch, I'm gonna watch someone who says they're that 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 I should hate him, and then I'm gonna yeah. hate him.
0: <laughs> so just to put it in perspective, um, there are twenty four thousand Lord Vader's out there. There are just under sixty nine thousand uh, Jedi Master Knobis, and then every other GL is much much higher um mm. so there's basically triple the well a little less than triple the amount of jedi master Knobius to lord vaders and then everybody else is like skyrockets above that um so there there aren't a lot of people that have that have lord vader i mean Thirty or twenty four thousand is a lot of people, but taking in the big picture, um, compared to the other Gls, they're just there's there's not that many people that have experienced him.
1: Yeah. Right. Well. Uh, yeah, uh, and the anger that it causes on so many different levels is. Yeah, I don't know. That was just kind of funny. So so,
0: so here's. Uh, Let's play a game now. Just because I'm looking it all up, who do you think is the uh, second least had GL?
1: Second least had? I mean, didn't yeah. you just say Jedi Master Kenobi was?
0: No, he uh, he's not. That's that'll be the hint. There's six uh, Jedi Master Kenobi. There's what sixty-nine thousand. There's the second least had say. GL is fifty-five thousand.
1: So I would guess Jedi Master Luke just because of his requirements.
0: Uh no, it would be it Ray. Ray, Ray is, yeah, yeah. So the literally the first <laughs> GL that came out is one of the least had, and it's because it's strictly because people don't want to gear rose.
1: <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry, like my brain is breaking right now. Right. This is so stupid. Right. Yeah, like like what right <laughs> why are people stupid I, I don't um that's
0: that's a fantastic question like they had no problem gearing up mace before before his rework mm-hmm. and they won't have ray and ray literally beats every gl except for lord vader
1: well man i'll tell you what uh so i think the best galactic legend in the game in 3v3 is ray
0: I think the best galactic legend in the game is Ray um, because as we talked about Lord Vader and Jedi master Kenobi need friends on defense and Ray is like, yeah, I'll pull in a couple light side. That's cool. That's, you know, I'll make it work. You want to give me Jedi. That's cool. You want to give me resistance. That's cool. Like that's, are you scoundrels? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're a scoundrel. Come on into the team. I can make you work. Um, she's, She is the only jet or galactic legend that represents an entire side of
1: the force. Yeah. Oh, well, so yeah, at first I was annoyed with her that she wasn't going to be a Jedi or whatever, but yeah, I I think, I mean, I'm, I'm way over that. I think, I think that is actually a decent argument to be made because I mean, Jedi master Kenobi with cat, is better than ray i don't think yes. that there's much argument to be had there right. um but but uh, i you don't you, if, if you don't have cat then yeah like ray is better people in the chat saying um you know the other requirements for ray are kind of meh and i mean i kind of agree with that like there's that there is some that are like so essential and awesome you know like the hero bros yeah. etc but the uh yeah, like the, there are a couple that you're like, uh, I don't really want, but but now all of those terrible characters that we don't want to gear, they're, they're all pilots for, right. for an okay fleet at least, and you actually, you get a lot more out of that fleet if you have better pilots, actually, so right. I, I don't know, Um, it's it's something, you and you get a fleet for it, for that right. matter, I mean, it's and actually it's, relevant.
0: So before before four million, as we're talking about, right? Jedi Master Kenobi and Lord Vader just aren't as don't have as much use. I'd actually argue that Lord Vader has more use than Jedi Master Kenobi under four million GP, um, but it's much harder to get.
1: Uh, yeah, I would actually agree with that. Plus, you get bad batch.
0: Right, right. Uh, but Ray, so I get it. She doesn't have amazing teams, but. Ray gives you a JTR team that beats Darth Revan. Like, (laughs) you know, five of her requirements are fantastic, plus, plus palp, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how, how is that? And then there's a couple of other fluff, but I mean, Jedi Master Luke has Rolo and Mace. Well, Back back in the day, new Mace is fantastic. But like Rolo
1: and Mace, like
0: don't don't tell me that they were good characters that you were excited to gear up.
1: Um, You're saying Jedi Master Luke, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Jedi Master Luke has other ones like Captain Han is bad, right? Right. Land Lando's not great. People like to yeah. say he's great, but it's
0: not. And Ray Ray beats literally every single Jedi except for Lord Vader. Like that's.
1: Every GL, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. And like Halo says, like Sith Eternal has Krennic in there. And like every GL has crappy characters. I, I think that people are just so anti the sequels that they're like, hmm. sure. I'm not going to farm Ray because she's garbage. She beats every Jedi or GL. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal, <laughs> OG Lando as well for Jedi Master Luke.
1: Um yeah, I Arsenal's feeling uh vulnerable right now cuz he just got relocate on, on Landino. <laughs> so he he doesn't want to hear that that he's bad. No, he's right. not a he's not a requirement for anything. He's a requirement for fun, but otherwise <laughs> no, he's Relocate Landino, man. He saves the day. Today I had right. him snipe like I I had to kill a Darth Revan team today and <laughs> i was like i don't have i don't have a team i don't have anything yeah like i'm screwed and i was like oh we could just have landino snipe out darth revan and then i'll clean up later and, and that's exactly what happened i just yeah. sniped relocate darth revan and that was it game over right. i mean for for darth revan and then then landino sure. died a gory death but uh you know yeah he's he's great man
0: and so people in chat are saying sith eternal's only bad requirement is krennic when Sith Eternal came out, tell me a single person in the game that was like, I am so excited that I get to relic uh, up Darth Sidious to R7. <laughs> tell me who wanted that. I mean, I'm sure there's one person, but like Sidious isn't good. He's just not good. You put no. him on a team to stop a solo. Like that's that's yeah. it. And he's not the mm-hmm. only way that you can do that.
1: Yeah, he's one of those characters you're like, you're like, man, I'm desperate. I'm in desperation mode. And you're like, oh, I have a Relic Seven Sidious. And you're like, oh, I'll stick with like my Gear 11 Ezra or something. Right. You know, like, (laughs) oh, oh well, (laughs) Relic Seven, I don't care. He's modded. That's right.
0: Or then like Darth Maul. I know everybody uses Darth Maul with Darth Revan in 5v5 to stop troopers when they. All they do is open up Darth Revan to being beat by Bad Batch or Jedi Knight Revan. But that doesn't make Darth Maul good. Like Darth Maul but... is not good either. And Dooku, the only reason Dooku is good there is because he has one mission in the Separatist um, territory battles. Like that, let's not pretend that the Sith Eternal uh, requirements are amazing. They just aren't Relic Eights, basically.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Like, and people say you get a fleet for Sid Eternal. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I took so much flack on that actually. Like, I, the last, the last galactic, like, which galactic legends do you farm first yeah. video? And I was like, well, you, you get a fleet for resistance, you get a fleet for first order, whatever. And, and people are like, you totally get a fleet for Sid Eternal. And I'm like, well, how mediocre of a fleet are we willing to, like, <laughs> pick? right? Like Maybe. call call a fleet. I I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I mean, guess. you get
0: you get some of it. Like you get uh, Marauder for the bomber, and then you get the Royal Guard. It forces you for his shuttle. Sure, but like well, Scimitar is not good.
1: Right. Well, you do you do get some fleets, uh, some stuff. I I guess it's not like unless you can get interceptor as well which we're talking about which should we farm first so you're it's usually coming from a place of I don't have a great big roster like right. if you don't get interceptor then that fleet isn't great like it's it's not that great and you you can't farm you can't farm interceptor you can right. you can farm echelon and star fortress like that that's something you can do and yeah. that was always been the intention you can't farm interceptor and therefore like before you had it i guess i killed i killed negotiator sometimes with with my gauntlet you know with with i have a relic gauntlet. and and you also you don't get gauntlet as part of sith eternal requirements either right though so, right. you know uh, yeah to me to me that's it's not an equivalency
0: yeah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but anyway anyway right so it's confirmed raise requirements are better than palp's and it's stupid that she has so few people that have gone after her. Um, criminal, even damn it, because she literally beats everybody but Vader. Um, so disappointed. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about actual news. Uh, while we're sure. talking about useless, <laughs> That's, since we're talking about useless, let's talk about. Uh, the character that has now become probably one of the best T.W. Omicrons in the game. And that is um, our dear our dear friend that you had to gear up for Darth Revan, and that's Juhani. Um, man, she... So, obviously, we can't talk about what teams are being used right now in Territory Wars because Territory Wars are active and you can't give away any information, but everybody that's coming up against E.P. Mara, Killer, Juhani, plus one, are just, like, losing left and right. Like, losses left and right. Um, and this is, like, the preeminent team on defense going forward, basically, for Territory Wars. And it's because of this Juhani Omicron, which is, I mean, CG couldn't have made it more focused to only be used with Starkiller than they did. Um, but they they gave Juhani an Omicron, and it, it has this ability that will apply on a, one random light side and one random dark side, uh, unaligned force user. And it excludes Empire, First Order, and Galactic Legends, <laughs> a.k.a. This is only applying on Star Killer. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, the way they narrowed it down uh, are is just hilarious.
1: It, it um, is. Yeah, it's I, like we're not. We don't want to say Star Killer, but it's Star Killer.
0: Right. Right. We're not going to call him out by name, but so. And here's what happens: uh, they gain this buff called Redeemed, and it gives them 35 speed then it's uh whenever an ally uses the turn all allies with redeemed assist which basically star killer's assisting again now in tw um whenever an ally with redeemed gains a buff you dispel all debuffs on all allies with redeemed whenever an ally with redeemed is damaged by an enemy all allies with redeemed gain 15% turn meter so now star killer is gaining a crap ton of turn meter and whenever an ally with redeemed is inflicted with a debuff all allies with redeemed gain back 15% protection so now star killer is incredibly difficult to kill because he's gaining back a bunch of protection as well <laughs> um and so this is like and I haven't seen it in action yet. We actually I well I can't say, uh, but I haven't seen it in action yet. I haven't applied it yet, but it's it's going to rough people up.
1: It's gonna be a big deal.
0: Yeah. It is, it is, and it, it's not going to rough people up, it is roughing people up, like
1: oh dear lord yeah so I, I just thought of this though I, I mean the, I'm just slow because I, I don't care about territory wars as much but but Mara Jade was always already considered to be one of the best territory yeah. war omicron and so just just the fact that y- you get both in the same squad like this is this is one of those compounding effects that that I've been looking for of like eventually they're gonna add omicrons that stack on a squad to squad basis. It's like right now all we really had was Akbar and Leia the the kind of you know in GAC it's like yep. yeah but this it's not still not that like wonderful it's not transcended right but but now you have two like top ranked uh Omicrons at like yeah that that right. seems and that they're stacking together I guess that's part yeah. of it that, that's, that's part of the lore
0: here's the other thing they found a way to make Starkiller Starkiller was relevant but not great in Territory Wars um right. They found a way that if you go for Star Killer, you can make him good in both both game modes, and that's important because that that's honestly my biggest complaint about Star Killer and Dad Bod, is they're only good in one game mode. And now they've said, okay, here you go, um, you just yep. congratulations, like he's now good, stupidly good in both game modes
1: yeah well, well so that that was my first thing that i that i when i saw that like i did pop into our gambit chat i think and i, I was like so do you think that so they did this for star killer now star killer is super relevant to territory wars like could they do this or will they do this to sign of django or right. you know like plausibly like the grand inquisitor if he's only good at territory wars like will yeah. we get a character that's going to to kind of you know make it and, good in g a c two
0: yeah um and that's what they needed to do like that that's what they need to do because it feels awful <laughs> gearing up dad bod, right and if you're not in a territory where we're focused guild, there is zero reason zero reason to gear up dad bod. um right so <laughs> Well, they, yeah. they need to find a reason for him to be good in another game mode because I guarantee you, I haven't looked, but I guarantee you the numbers for DadPod compared to the other Conquest characters are, like, substantially lower because there's a decent number of TW competitive guilds throughout, you know, throughout the GP range, but it's not all of them. It's not even close to all of them, and so... Right they if you're gonna make these characters that are only good in one game mode you better find a way to make them usable in the other game mode
1: well yeah uh scion of jingo That's like my my alt account you know uh professor x sarah finally got finally it sounds like i like it's been her fault but it's like i i was super (laughs) behind on on the conquest because i didn't want to i didn't want to play conquest on that account right along with my main and so you know she she has been getting red crate every time basically for that uh, I, I said basically i think it has been every single time that she's that she's done this uh, since she took the count over and uh, so i find it's like i finally have uh, a sign of Django unlocked you know that yeah. that's cool I'm, I'm caught up and now he's <laughs> he's he's been gear one for yeah like uh, a month or more since since he was se- relic seven or relic seven since he was seven stars because why? Why should I put any investment into him? He's, yeah. If, unless you care deeply about ter- Like, all, all that means is if I put a bunch of gear on him, all it means is I have to then put Omicrons on him too. And I, I don't want to do that.
0: Right. Um, and so here's, here's the statistic. I, I decided to look it up. Um, so for dad bod, there's 25, over 25,000 dad bods in the game. So there's not a ton to begin with that are unlocked. Only 52% are at third or at uh gear
1: 13. Hmm. Because yeah, so, half the people are like, who cares?
0: Right. Um that that can't like that if you're CG, you want uh <laughs> you you want your players to actively want. You know, want a character like this is showing people don't want dad bod. Meanwhile, with mall, eighty percent of malls are a G thirteen. Um. So, like, you you have to consider that a fail if people if this hard to get character people don't want.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I I would say he is he's by far the least cared about character i I just don't care at all like right he's relevant to territory wars on offense if your opponent places lord vader Uh, i mean i guess it it shapes how they you know that how they place their defenses and stuff but like yeah uh, he's he's tremendously disappointing
0: yeah uh he yes yes that's well, so I should say he's tremendously disappointing in GAC in Territory War. He beats sure. more than Lord Vader uh, okay. okay that's easily, fair. <laughs> easily. If you want to put uh, you know a three hundred and sixty Darth Revan team on the board, Sina Jango just kind of laughs at him, uh, and he beats Ray teams. He he beats more than Lord Vader. Uh, you'll you'll get use out of them, like every Territory War. That's that's not a problem even. Unless they set, you know, specifically set an anti-scion of Django board, which isn't isn't easy, like well, you're going to use them. Um, in fact, I've used them to beat Sith Eternal, Ray, Lord Vader, Darth Revan. Uh, we've we've used them, um, but you only get to use them four times a month, or in the month of June, you get to use them six times um like what why um, That's true but so in if they if they give I don't know Greedo or queel like a a new omicron um that makes cyan of Django stupidly good it'll be worth it It'll feel a lot more worth it, and it'll make people not feel awful about having to gear him up.
1: Yeah, I guess they could give an Omicron to, like, Fennec or something.
0: Well, I don't think she needs it. It would have to be somebody else on the team, right?
1: Give us... Uh, Was it Calvin who said he wanted Black Kersantan or something? Yes.
0: Oh, God, that would be fantastic, and you'd make money from a new character as well.
1: Yeah, Um, I'd I'd be down.
0: I'd be... I wanted him when that show came out so I'm all for him getting added and making make him the GAC Omicron that adds 35 speed if dad bod is on the team yeah you know and the, there we go all right we're off to the races um, because imagine if you don't have to use like the current Fennec squad to beat Lord Vader and you can use dad bod
1: right oh yeah Uh, that'd be awesome man yeah Well, could could you imagine i just want another tank for bounty hunters just give me black kursan even if he doesn't have anything (laughs) to do with sign of jingle make make him a tank and and let me have another tank for bounty hunters because that's uh, like a good tank not not just like he taunts every once in a while like like make him make him decent and yeah i i will be so excited about that
0: yes I, oh, God, yes. Agreed. They make him an actual tank. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's stupid. Um, so, Gregorio, you love the current Fennec counter. I'm not saying stop the current Fennec counter, but make it be a dad bod team, and then you get to have a separate bounty hunter team as well. So you're getting two bounty hunter teams, not not one. Cause that's the worst part about the current Fennec counter is like, all right, there's my bounty hunter team. And then you have all these high relic bounty hunters just sitting there on the side, like, hi hey guys, don't forget about me. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> it yeah. can Bane a little bit better against sign of Django too. Maybe. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: mm.
0: but yeah, so oh God, Juhani Juhani is the new, the new territory war ish. Um, we're going to see, though, what Grand Inquisitor does. Like, Juhani is very clearly the, we're going to make you burn these resources. By the way, Grand Inquisitor's coming in two weeks, and then Malgus in five weeks after that, or six weeks, you know, shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Juhani is definitely that one, to just kind of like the carrot in front of your face, trying to get you to burn those
1: Omicrons. Yeah, I mean, I I won't do it yet, but that that is actually one that I I, I guess if my guild was consistently setting Star Killer on defense, which I guess we do sometimes, um, not to give away any of our strategies. I don't I don't remember what we did this time, for instance, but uh, or or care. But I, I think if if we placed it on defense more, like things that can more passively help the guild, you know? Yeah. So then I, I'm not required to be on to attack with my amazing offensive counter that I'm like, I, I'm not available guys. Sorry. They're like, dude, what the hell? Uh, like if, <laughs> if I can, if I could be there, if I could have it on defense and actually make mean something, that I might consider doing the Juhani one and, and probably Mario yeah. Jade for that matter.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, they, that team is, I mean, that team was fun without the Juhani Omicron um, with the Juhani Omicron, like good Lord um that's that's stupidly good um all right now now we should probably talk about the thing that we probably should have been talking about from the beginning and that's they changed GAC (laughs) they changed the entire schedule not just of GAC but of everything else um kind of kind of big news we're kind of burying the lead here um oh you're right
1: I know I made a video on it actually
0: you did um
1: yeah
0: so uh, we but it's we can talk about it now um yeah,
1: absolutely yeah
0: they so the new the new territory or the new territory work good lord the new june calendar has been released already mm-hmm. and my god did it bring shock to many many people um the good news about it is everybody complained that conquest and light side territory battles hit at the same time every month. And CG basically said, guys, we're changing the schedule. It's all of our events. are going to run off of a 28 day cycle, which means that they're all going to be consistent going forward. Light side territory battle is going to start the second week of conquest when what most people are in cleanup mode. So it's not going to be as stressful. And GAC is only going to run for three weeks now. It's going to be three weeks on one week off. Um, So, and the next one, we're back to five V five. That was also announced. Um, Mm -hmm. And to, to set this all up, they're giving us two weeks off of GAC instead of one week. That way they can get on the proper schedule, which, and there's some crystal changes, because of all these changes but it the crystal changes basically break out to even um but so with all that said and all that setup how are you feeling about this
1: uh so it's going to be quite the adjustment Uh, honestly like getting used to just three weeks on like i I feel like that's when i just start hitting my groove is is toward the end and um though well whatever i this is, it's just going to be hard to, to get used to. But I think, I think it's a positive change, to be honest, like, especially because they're not going to slow down our crystal income. I think that that's, right. that's the, I mean, I don't care as much about that because I spend money. So the crystal income is like, well, for the most part, you know, like, I don't even know how much I would notice it. But at the same time, this seems positive to me a little more off time for GAC and I think the biggest thing for me the, the most enormous thing is we don't have death week anymore like they've scheduled right. it out so that we don't have GAC ter- or, yeah, territory, or territory I say territory battles and right. conquest all on the same week like right thank God what, what are your thoughts
0: I I actually I really love this change. <laughs> i don't have many complaints about it like you um if we are going back to switching 5v5 to 3v3 kind of like you it kind of takes two weeks to get get your counters dialed in and then you're on to week three and four with like you know at the top the top of your knowledge but there's so often that i get to week four that I'm just tired. And I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm rolling my defense. Like sure, bringing me the off week one week earlier and you don't, we're not actually losing, you know, any time or anything. Like we're not losing fights, like making it. So the schedule is less stressful is just better for me. Like it just makes me happier because burnout is a very real thing. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of players recently getting burnt out and this is happening to address that. So even if you're not burnt out now, it's, they're implementing it to try and prevent you from getting burnt out in the future. Like that's, that can really only be seen as a positive.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I do my best work anyways. Like if I don't have to be making, I do like GAC recaps and you know, they, they get decent hits at this point, but on YouTube, but, I really, I really like the off season, the off week to be able to, to be able to recoup and, you know, actually put out some videos that are, you know, less GAC centric most, mostly. So uh, even from a content creation standpoint, it's, I think it's a positive thing.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's going to take some adjustment. Um, but I really don't see many negatives from it. Um, Like I legitimately don't see many negatives on it other than it's going to take, there's going to be an adjustment period. Like that's definitely Mm -hmm. need to get used to it. But once we're used to it, I think good things. Um,
1: Well, just, just the framing of, of a successful GAC season, like uh, it's been for, for years now, a couple of years that we've just been able to say, Hey, I went 10 and two and people know exactly what that means, but like how equivalent is 10 and two to like, to going what, like seven and seven and two, I guess, or six and three. Like what, what's the equivalent? Not that it really matters, but like, is six and three good? Is it bad? Is it, you know, five and four should, should we all just like judge people for going, (laughs) you know, we shouldn't, but you know.
0: Well, so here's here's the interesting question. Um, you can no longer go 500. You can, right. you can yeah. no longer do six and six. So do you think that has an impact on the happiness of the community? Because now, you know, people that it, it's not uncommon to see people do like two and one, one and two, two and one, one and two. So now, every other season, if you if you kind of follow that schedule, if they're going to finish five and four and then four and five. Like, is, is it going to mess with people's heads and happiness, I wonder?
1: Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people want to have their happiness messed with. Like, yeah, but- I... That's the only explanation for the the level of angst in this community. Like that, people enjoy the emotions of it, the roller coaster. They have to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I do. I do think, like you said, it's going to be interesting to start to see what good seasons are because I've definitely had. You know, you go, you have your three and zero week, and that's like, oh crap, I just went one and two, and then you don't get two weeks to make up for that one and two. <laughs> like you, you get, you know, get one week to finish the season. Um, and does that matter? It, like, it very well may not. Um, it, it just, it's, it's going to be interesting to adjust, but by the time we get to September, I don't think I'll care, you know, ha- about like what the differences are. Um, I'll, pr- I'll still want to care about winning, but I I think by the time we get to September, we've done it. A couple times it's going to be like okay yeah this is this is the system let's move forward
1: yeah well it, yeah uh i agree like everything takes a while to adjust to but but like you and i have already normalized the the banner totals for for 3v3 like we've we've, no, right. we've normalized it all and and actually so the biggest hurdle for me and the thing i'm really dreading for this next 5v5 season is I have to read like I I was I had just found my groove I was really starting to innovate starting to like really truly understand a lot of things in the fundamental level uh you know in that in 5v5 and now I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna have to I forgot all of it already like I, I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna place like right I doubt that I'm going to play at the top 100 level right away. Maybe. Uh, I mean, everyone else is going to be going through that that uh, frustration too, though. So, you know, like all, all the teams that I was excited about, like working on, thinking about and everything. Now, that's gone by the wayside, and I'm thinking about 3v3. Pretty soon we're going to have to switch. And so I actually really like that our transition period is way shorter now, like one week it means a, a huge level of difference honestly for, for my memory at least yeah I think that's going to make a big difference so I, I think the transition from three to five threes to fives is going to be a lot nicer
0: yeah I, I agree with you so it will be interesting because like like we talked about you know week three is usually the week that you finalize your counters and then you or or you've developed your defense teams to be, like, godly. And then week four, it's like, okay, here, here I am at my best. And now we don't have week four. But I think if you find a way to just carry that over, that's how you're going to start the next season four weeks later. Like the next 3v3 season or the 5v5 season. You, you just – probably have to do a better way to internalize what those best teams were. Like, take notes, do what you have to. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how that that kind of meta changes of the, okay, we just figured out our best counters and now we're to 5v5. Right. Well, um,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. there there is
0: that. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, that's that's not a huge consequence because, like I said, just take notes or watch a YouTuber that will do a, a video series with Endolf right before the GAC <laughs> season
1: yeah. that will explain it to you. <laughs> you have a good point there. <laughs> um,
0: but so the nice thing that CG did for us is you can keep your defenses. So – if you came up with a great defense that you wanted to use for week four in that off week, just set it, set it for, and then you can use it in the first week and it will automatically carry over. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, so you get, you can set your three V three. I can set my five V five defense for the first week, five V five right now. And three V three is not even over yet. Um, You can do that. So at least from that perspective, like you, you can remember the defense teams by just not changing them. It's fair. Um, yeah. But so I am, I am, am really excited about these schedule changes. I think, I think it's going to be great not to have hell week anymore.
1: Um, <laughs> you, you just reminded me of uh, young Han Solo in, He's a, he's like all giddy. He's like, I have a good feeling about this.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that the Landino series is still greenlit. Um, on a a quick side note, uh, but anyway,
1: there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out. Actually.
0: There is, this was a fun celebration that I wasn't at, but for the trailers, which means there's actually a, a lot of potential for a lot of fun to come into the game. It's funny how that works.
1: Well, Uh, So, gosh, uh, I mean, I've I've discovered, by the way, the new, the new way to complain about CG. And what's that? (laughs) It's, it's, um... Oh, uh, CG doesn't care about this game anymore. They only care about Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. is going to yeah. take all the talent. CG is just mailing it in for for Star Wars. They're going to do one or two more big cash grabs, and then they're going to throw it away because yeah. because you know they hate money. They don't care about the IP. That's this like right. Right. Star Wars they is mean. is an enormously yes. just on its own huge, hugely important IP. They <laughs>
0: hate making five to six million dollars a month on this game. Yes.
1: Um, right right they're they're just gonna throw it away because because lord of the rings you know right they yeah. hate the players they're sick of the players uh, complaining and they're just gonna they're you know so that that's gonna be the new one next time someone gets annoyed at something cg does that's all they have to do is just yeah accuse cg of putting all their talent into <laughs> uh, lord of the rings lord of the
0: rings yeah mm-hmm. um yeah well so the reddit is a dark place yes yes it is Um, Oh my gosh, yeah but uh don't go there god i saw a post today saying complaining about how a guild wasn't kicking a cheater out and literally half the comments said why should they kick the known cheater out of the guild this is cg's problem it's like so that that's the new take we're taking reddit it's good to cheat because screw cg um all right Cool, that's convinced me never to, to go back on there ever again. Uh, but anyway, that's that's a completely different yeah. conversation.
1: I I said to stop because I was getting carpal tunnel with all the down boats I gave.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, but really, so one of the big fears, like two years ago, was with with the longevity of this game. Was had nothing to do with CG and Lord of the Rings. It was legitimately. At what point do you stop having characters to release? Well, like, if they're just releasing one movie a year, like, at what point do you, have you farmed all of the famous Star Wars characters? Um, now, though, now if they're releasing like six shows a year, there is always going to be content to add to the game. Yeah, which, from a longevity perspective, that's amazing for this game. You're not going to be like babu frick is not going to be the next legendary because we have six shows that are coming out that are going to get people excited
1: yeah oh yeah exactly like there's not just a limit to the content and plus i mean they did a really great thing this uh you know in those last year in with the star killer and all the characters required for him like that they've shown they can they can use stuff from legends and it's been hugely popular. Like the stuff that's right. been decanonized. Like there's literally, I mean, depending on how how far they want to dive, like they there there is no end to how much content they can give, or at least new characters at the very least.
0: Yeah, Gavin's <laughs> and Chat. I heard CG is making a Harry Potter game because they hate the Lord of the Ring fans already. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's amazing (laughs)
1: Uh, that's really funny (laughs) oh
0: man but like uh, this game this game is still making them money hand over fist like i read the ea quarterly reports and ea brags about capital games like every single time every single quarterly report like oh we're so happy we have capital games in the mix like they're they're doing they're doing well um they're not just gonna stop this game because oh look fancy new game came out in fact knowing EA they're gonna have them make three more games at the same time
1: yeah I mean there, there's always a the chance that the game does tank for some other reason but CG's not, not gonna try to do that like right. the the IP for Star Wars is just too important in my opinion right. like the, yeah. <laughs> just because you landed Lord of the Rings like m- maybe the IP for Lord of the Rings is like quote unquote better than star wars but i mean i kind of doubt it honestly like uh, maybe maybe they're equal that they're it's exciting some people like it better but
0: yeah right you know this if the game starts to go downhill it's because this game has been going on for six plus years right and eventually you just run out of ideas (laughs) like it just happens um I mean, the standard life of mobile game is not six years. I think it was like three years. I saw the stat. So going on for six, going into seven years, like that's hugely successful already. Um, like yeah. every, everything this game does now is just pure profit.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're just printing money. And right. I mean, people can be pissed about CG for any number of reasons and a lot of them are legitimate. Uh, right. honestly, uh, uh, oh that, yeah they're
0: not perfect they are not a perfect company right at all
1: um, at, at the same time they, they've done a very good job of making game that i find co- consistently compelling i mean right I, I don't i can't think of any games that have held my attention for nearly this long like i guess like the tabletop miniatures like warhammer 40k was was similar but yeah. i mean that that's probably for other reasons like for for a, a mobile game to hold my attention this long it's it's incredible actually right
0: i mean God, already in this podcast we already talked about cg having horrible communication on the 4 million right. gp thing like so this isn't i actually think cg does deserve some praise because like you said this game is the only game that has kept me this interested for this long um so they they deserve a lot of credit for building this game but at the same time I think there's a lot of ways that they can improve how they do things, as well. And ending the beta test prob- <laughs> program is not one of them. Um, but anyway, this is—I I don't. This is all stemming off of what I think is a fantastic move by them with this schedule change. So I can't, I can't, I don't want to turn it into a CG bashing session because I'm really happy with this change that led us <laughs> to talking about this.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, it's been a really good change. At least yes. it, it seems pretty good. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the other the other kind of unintended side effect of this change, and this is going to be interesting, is we have four we have four territory wars in a row, right? So there's this rumor that we're getting a new galactic legend in four weeks. In the next two weeks, we have four territory wars in a row. So if you're in, if you're in a good TW guild, that could mean that you're getting an extra R9 before this next galactic legend is announced. Like the, the four TWs in a row is it sucks for territory war officers. There's no other way to put it, but It could be really good for people or in guilds that are taking these territory wars seriously, in that I would hoard all the rewards from territory wars before this galactic legend is announced, Um, because you know I have a feeling you're you're gonna want at least one R nine, maybe two, um, yeah, for the requirements, and then. Probably going to want the GL to be R9, maybe not. I mean, we don't have J Master Kenobi at R9, um, even though we have all the others there. And then Malgus, I don't know if we're going to want Malgus at R9, but I certainly want to have it saved for him just in case. So, right there, there's three to four R9s. Um, take advantage of this extra territory war, like legitimately. I know people say territory war rewards are crap, but you're gonna get materials there. Um, I I would save those materials, even if like General Kenobi looks all fancy. Um, I I think I do. I I think you're gonna to want to save them.
1: Yeah, I I think I think it's wise to save them. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, um, I'm excited to see, see what happens in the next month or so. I mean, gosh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. they're gonna start like at what point do they gonna start putting Kenobi characters, um, on, in the game as well? I'm, I'm curious about that.
0: Well, I mean, that could just be the Inquisitors,
1: <laughs> right? Oh, well, I mean, and at
0: least one other Inquisitor that would need to be added.
1: Um right uh, that's the one i'm yeah. thinking of right. i mean we've only two episodes in and i there's there's no spoilers here guys for that but right. yeah i guess so far really there's only been a necessary like one character that it seems like would be important enough to need to to add
0: uncle owen um no absolutely uh, anyway <laughs> um we're going to get we're going to get the episode episode four version of uncle owen <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want it <laughs> um anyway um basic ability sass
1: <laughs> uh, that that could be said for at least one yeah. other character in in the right uh, yeah it,
0: uh... no i i just think it's a good time to take advantage of the extra because we're also getting extra assault battles like they understand that the extra week off is messing with people and their rewards, So they're also giving us extra assault battles. Like, so even if you're in a lower guild, that's only getting one droid brain from t- a territory war win, you have the assault battles. Like they're giving you a bunch of gear. You're going to need a bunch of gear next month. Just, just keep that in mind. I, th- I think that it's, you know, if, if you're working towards a GL right now, and you're like, I need this gear for the GL, spend it. But if you're just kind of like out there floating, what am I going to do next? I would, I would save it, save it for a couple weeks, just to see what's coming around the corner.
1: Yeah, yeah, you don't need Inquisitors yet, and maybe right. you do, but <laughs> yeah, ah <laughs> there's. But well, so far, it seems like an enormous, ridiculous waste of gear right now. <laughs> Inquisitors. visitors. The see I, so that keeps going.
0: You say that but I really enjoy using this team. Like they're they're really fun to
1: use. I think in 5v5 it's it seemed interesting. Um yeah. at least using them with Lord Vader. I, I don't know. In in 3v3 has uh, uh, there been a team that you really like in threes?
0: Uh well, I I just got Fifth Brother to 7 stars. So I'll let you know after this week. Um Okay. Because he's he's by far the best lead for right. them. And right now I, this past two weeks I've been using a seventh sister lead, which is just sixteen percent evasion. Like, ooh, what ooh. what a good lead. Yep. But fifth brother is what adds adds an actual lead.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, I want yeah. I want him to be good. Like once Bad Batch was finally released in their entirety, I I was like, Oh yeah, this team is awesome. Like, I don't even know how to use half of their things, but like button mashing is very, very useful here. So we should be good.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, the Inquisitors, it's first round of turns with them, use the abilities that apply the um purge. Second round of turns, use the abilities that consume the purge. It's uh it's it's kind of that simple. <laughs> um, but let's see what Grand Inquisitor is going to do because he's going to do something. Seems like it. Yeah. Um, with that said, let's talk about um, how we did this week. Because GAC is actually still going on
1: um yeah well we've been talking for an hour and a half dear lord
0: we have been so you know you were you were in hiding this week so not not streaming um right so well today you streamed so really only did. two battles but um how'd your week how your week start off
1: uh so it was uh, i was matched up against the person i'd fought uh two matches prior um <laughs> and i i had just gotten done with uh like my my flight to orlando and you know checking into the hotel and doing all that and so i i did all my attacks um i made some mistakes and uh, like i i didn't play I, I have the i have the hux team or the first order tie pilot team with hux and everything all modded up to to beat uh, Star Killer, and I, I missed one of the moves on it, so that that failed, and there was just a whole pile of, of uh, missteps and misplays on my end, and uh, so the guy ended up uh, not clearing. Like he got to my back zone, and he clearly couldn't clear my like my GLs that were in the back. Uh, so we waited, and so when I after I did my attacks, and he just went in and killed the two teams that weren't Galactic Legends, and called it good. <laughs> like just didn't even touch them, and. Uh, so yeah, I, I lost pretty bad there. It, it was it wasn't great, um, and you know some of it was just fatigue from you know trying to fly and you know all 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 this planning for for the trip and everything. And some of it was just failure failure to execute. And uh, you know for better or worse, I was just like, okay, I lost. Then I just went to bed. So, like, I normally I take it way harder. Like, I'm like, man, I really need to work better. But the, this time, I was just like, I, I just, I literally don't care this time. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, you know, that's not how I take most of it, and I, that's not how I will take most of it. Uh, you know, my losses moving forward. But, um, that's that's how it worked. So, what about you, Solo? How was your first match?
0: Uh, so I went up against a former guild mate who completely changed his defenses from the first two weeks. He went from setting like two gls on defense to he set five in the front zone against me. And I the problem was I had three and I was playing backdoor gl surprise and he was playing five gls in the front zone.
1: Yeah that's the that's a tricky place to be
0: yeah so I knew I had to clear the bottom front because he was going to clear the bottom front. Like there was no question in my mind, he was going to clear the bottom front, Um, Mm. and I couldn't win without clearing the bottom front. So I only had, well, I had wait, I set three gls, so I had three gls on offense. I also had Star Killer on offense. Came up with a way where used Lord Vader to beat Jedi Master Luke. And he did it quite handily, which was nice. Um, not for good banners, though. I, you know, I had to bring in two sacrificial tanks with my Lord Vader, but that was quite all right, in my opinion. Um, then he had Rayhan and Chewie set. He had Jedi Master Kenobi, Cat, and Mace set. Um, then he had Sith Eternal. So the Sith Eternal with Darth Revan and Malak, too to be anti-wampa so i had to use treya um darth nihilus and talon talon that cleared darth revenant malak and then i cleaned it up with sith eternal um nice and then i just used a jedi master kenobi mirror and then i used sith eternal on ray and then i got to the lord vader it didn't have any gls left um Oh, I had Bam, Han, and Chewy on defense because I w- I was not expecting his Lord Vader on defense at all. Um, so I had Bam on defense and he had Lord Vader, ninth sister, who is super fast, plus she gets to speed up because she's a Desufu mm-hmm. and Maul. Um, so I-, I basically needed Bam. So I took E.P., Starkiller, and Mara into it and my entire goal of that team, burning this goddamn good team, was to take out either of the side characters. If I could just take out one of them, I would be happy. I got Ninth Sister down to one bar left of out in red and couldn't kill her. So then I had to send in Darth Vader to just, Darth Vader's job was literally just kill Ninth Sister and die a sad death. And then I sent in, I was like, okay, now I can send in my Fennec. And then Fennec lost. And so it took me, um, but I was able to get down Maul. And then I reset cooldowns. And then I sent in my Imperial Troopers to try and take out a Lord, Lord Vader. And this, this Lord Vader was R9 and had 360K combined health and protection so yeah so my my dark trooper did really well i mean he got the lord vader down to like low yellow Mm -hmm. but then just did just did not have enough punch um and so i had to send in what was the team it was it was og mando dad bod and ig88 to finish it off and Dad bod, we, we've spent how long saying how useless he is in GAC. Right. Dad bod won me this round because dad lot. bod uh hits harder when he does not have the or when he's hitting somebody that doesn't have protection, his basic just hits harder. It's the way the kit is built, and Lord Vader by default doesn't allow protection. And so, dad bod, uh, after struggling and losing. You know, losing bounty hunters resolve finally killed Lord Vader, and then I opened up the back, and the back was trash. And despite yeah. using seven teams on Lord Vader, I was able to full clear. He opened up his my back my back zone to um, add Supreme Leader Kylo with Docker and Zombie there, and apparently his Jedi Jedi Knight Luke got into an infinite turn meter loop. Yeah. <laughs> I killing zombie, then Daka gains turn meter and like all this junk and so he couldn't kill Supreme Leader Kylo didn't even attempt to kill my Jedi Master Luke in the back um, and so nice. I, it was not an easy win, but I, I was able to get the win <laughs> nice. which was which was very nice and then I immediately messaged him because he's a former guild mate and he's still we're all still on the Wolfpack server and I was like, what did I ever do to you? <laughs> um, but I got the win there, so that was nice um so now headed, yeah, so headed into friday's round you were you were full on conventioning uh how did that round go for you
1: um so i it actually it went it went okay um i i placed a tough defense as as per usual um and so i went through it i think i I did my attacks before he did. Um, so I, I dropped a couple, not nothing too crazy. Um, but I actually put first order type pilot team on defense just to mess with him, And uh, cause I didn't really trust myself and I didn't have time to like, look at what all, what all I did poorly. So, um, uh, you know, I placed a place of D de- a decent defense and uh, you know, the guy I, I did double tap a couple Thing i think i just failed twice and so i was definitely open for him to take me out and so he went through he went through my front zone no fails i went through and killed all my galactic legends in the back no fails and i was like oh shoot like this this isn't great um and then and then i went into a room with no reception at all uh at at the the podcast thing and yeah so no no reception nothing and they uh when i came out it was just like, he just like hemorrhaged banners and failed so many times on me. And like, I ended up winning by like 60, nice. uh, I, I guess my last six teams. Cause uh, I it, it just, it was like, he, he placed the, the toughest defense he'd ever placed that I could tell uh, as yep. far as my, my scouting. And I was like, I, I don't know. Like he still, he has enough, he has enough good teams to beat my really good stuff and uh, with one shots. And then, and then he did. And I was like, now the question is, did I read him right? and I, like I don't think he has the right tools for this because he's used to using all these things that are the, normally that are on defense uh, like normally he has all these things on on offense, but now they're on defense I, I don't know yeah. I don't know if he has the right the offensive depth and so he, he did end up clearing me, but it, it was it was a whole mess. It was wonderful so um yeah we I, I ended up ended up getting the getting a pretty strong win there, which, which was nice. Nice. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I've really, I've been in convention mode. I I haven't cared that much about it. Like I, I scouted a little bit placed what I thought would be okay. And then moved on. Um, Yeah. That means it's, it's always nice to get a win, especially, especially when your defense is like, you know what, (laughs) like it plays Gandalf, you know, it's like, you (laughs) shall not pass. And then, (laughs) And then they do end up taking down my defense, like like Balrog took down Gandalf, but yeah. um, but Gandalf did take the Balrog down with him. So yeah. <laughs> so ha so ha, ha ha yeah, who who won that exchange? The Balrog doesn't <laughs> Balrog doesn't feel like he won. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So um, anyway, so we got got the win, um, setting us up for an epic match uh, in, in round three. But how was how was your round two? You it was Gambit Fight Night without Zareth, how was it
0: Uh, it was gambit fight night with just me because the holiday weekend stopped any guests from being available so it was just it was a quiet fight night that was going up against the guy um he oh god he he sets one gl and he just wants to play pure efficiency i set two gls and a star killer um i probably i probably shouldn't have um I, I I, one-shot his teams. Like, his only difficult team was Ray, Armor, and Barris. It's the only GL he set. So, I, I just used Jedi Master Kenobi on it because he let me. Um, yeah. And then I one-shot all of his teams. I dropped, what, like, eight banners on ground. And then I got into fleet, and I had one misplay in fleet. Uh, I took bounty hunters against the Thrawn team, and I should have smoked it. But I let Thrawn get his ultimate off on my Houndstooth and just effed my banners. Like, just... Like, I I still won. I still won easily. Just screwed my banners royally. Um, Ouch. And then he attacked the next day, and he dropped a total of nine banners. Oh, wow. No, eight banners. He dropped a total of eight banners on my defense. And my defense, like... I know I play efficiently and I get high scores, but that defense had a front zone of Bam Han Chewy, Darth Revan BSF Malik, Maul Candy and a stupid fast quigon Qui-Gon Gas, then two GLs, EP Starkiller, then CLS. Like It's not an easy defense. And he dropped a total of eight banners on it. So, oh my God, look at this what am I going to do so he ended up he ended up winning that round unfortunately which sucks because yeah. I played I played well too um but he just I mean he didn't drop any banners Like I, I can't wait to see how he attacked the teams especially that front bottom where he would go into it having to hold something for the having to hold a lot for the back with me having two GLs and Starkiller back there um, so I'm very excited to see the dot gg just to see how he did it, but yeah, so that was that was a loss. Um, you actually got to stream your round three, so how did how did round three go?
1: Oh man, okay, so this is against our friend Blade Baka or his account, he gave it to uh, Jayla. I'm gonna, Jayla is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. So, uh, you know, still a good account and everything. So I, I, I looked at, you know, the, the GAC history and there was one time that she had placed three GLs on defense and every other time she placed or she kept all of them. And so I was like, you know, I, we got to play it like she's going to place the, you know, all, all uh, or, you know, three GLs or more against me so you know my defense didn't change that much and I didn't really want to spend that much time scouting anyways but uh you know I kept my first order type pilot for for offense this time and everything and uh so we so uh, she went in and one shot my top zone, and then I was pretty sure she didn't have the right enough GLs. She left three GLs on defense with Starkiller and, and Darth Revan in her front zone. And I was like, okay, I don't think she has enough to beat my back zone. Yeah. And and I was actually, I had the right read. And then she used a team that I, I guess my Dart like she, like Blade even said, she thought she, like she lost and, I, All right. I, and then she, she used like, a, she used the Landino team to kill my jedi master luke like just just straight up like (laughs) failed one attack on jedi master luke and then like landino uh, or sorry dash with landino and and vander chewie just straight up killed my jedi master luke team just uh (laughs) goodbye like and so she was able to full clear and and, uh, i was like oh okay well she didn't get a great score though she she dropped a bunch of banners here you know here and there uh there there was a lot of struggle so i think i still have a shot so uh went in and my lord vader couldn't kill ray in time um i think i popped like four ults with lord vader against ray and still just couldn't get through her so so then i used all my good teams to try to clear her and eventually i I succeeded with uh, like a I was like, okay, guys, we're we're now in the realm of science because I don't think I can clear the front zone. I think Ray is just too, you know, there's there's she put three she put three GLs down and you know Star Killer. So use first order type pilot team on uh, Star Killer, and I actually did it right this time, and it worked. Yay, <laughs> um, cool. And then and then I was like, well, okay, so we have we have to use eventually. I, I was like, all right, we'll use troopers on Ray. Uh, like Ray Hoda is just such a such a tough thing to zerg down like i used a bunch of teams that didn't work but uh troopers did troopers did actually kill uh ray uh so so that 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 was the best cleanup revelation i've ever had um like it she even got her uh damage immunity back and i was still able to like dark troopers (laughs) like i will just keep punching her in the face until she dies okay i'm like okay (laughs) like noted thank you for that they uh, your work ethic is is (laughs) you know it's great in fact like yeah. just the fact that the fact that he like has to rock it over to someone to punch him in the face i, I guess i could begrudge him that so or, i won't begrudge him that so anyways get cleared that i used used a fancy trick with sith eternal without watt to kill jedi master luke cleared that front zone oh yeah i used landino to snipe out uh to snipe out darth revan so i could clean the rest of the team up and then um and the rest of the board, I was like, well, they're tough teams, but I, I have just enough teams. They just dropped a bunch of banners. Yeah. Wampa went into General Skywalker and killed everything except for General Skywalker to the very red, like to the very brink. And General Skywalker was like, ha you you ha, uh, you wish you had modded <laughs> a little bit more for more offense, right? And Wampa <laughs> kind of shrugged and then died. So um, had to clean that up. And uh, at the end of the day like it, it just wasn't quite enough I, i'd made such a mess of that front zone i got the full clear and, and i actually one shot everything other than the ones uh the, other than other than like that general skywalker and then things at the bottom uh in the bottom yeah. front it was just not it was not enough so you know i went into fleets and i yeah I, I ended up losing by by a significant margin but i don't i i think the thing i was the most proud of for myself was uh like I was able to jump in and like even though something bad happened and I, I was sad about it, like didn't let the tilt get to me and I, I managed to get the clear and uh learned learned a few things and now I'm really scared of anyone with a relicate landino just going in and clearing my <laughs> c- like killing my Jedi Master Luke team. Just hey, look yeah. at that, like screw you. I'm gonna get you know, I'm gonna clear it so. Made me sad, but it, it happens, and it, it was the week to lose, I guess. I was fine with it, so, anyways, that was, that was my big, my big match today. How was your final match, Solo? Uh,
0: so my final match was against um a Caw Patrol account that was only 1.2 million GP higher than me. Uh, it felt like every team on the board had an R8 in it, at least one. Um, and so I had to deal with that. And I'm coming off, you know, the last round with a loss. And I open up the front zone, and there's no GL showing in their front zone. Um, but it did have, you know, gas, Darth Revan. Um, I had a Darth Vader, Talon, Malik team, so it was Darth Revan, Bastila, and an R9 Sith Empire trooper. And then Darth Vader, Talon, and Malik. Which had, the Darth Vader, Talon, Malik team was interesting. Um, but then it also had a sortie team there. And so I I actually took EP Starkiller off my defense. I kept two GLs on defense in the back. Most of my defense stayed the same, but I just I brought EP Starkiller on offense. And so I was able to EP Mara... Thrawn, the Sortie. Then I used Darth Vader, Star Killer, Old Ben on that Darth Vader Talon team. And then Darth Revan without Malak just isn't good. I don't care how much relics you have on the team, because it was literally an R8 Darth Revan, R8 Bastila, R9 Sith Empire Trooper. And Jedi Knight Luke just looked at it and was like, wait, there's no Malak to, to drain all of L3's life? Oh. Oh. Okay. And then smashed the Darth Revan team in like 20 seconds. Um, Then I opened up the back and there was only one GL in the back. It was Lord Vader, which was a small problem because I didn't have General Kenobi. I didn't have Padme. um, I didn't have Bam, so I couldn't Fennec it. Uh, So then I just used, used Jedi Master Kenobi, Cat, and Wrecker. And was able to beat the Lord Vader Maul Thrawn team. Because it, it was the full FU Fennec uh, 3v3 team. Um, and so <laughs> Jehabaster Kenobi actually beat that team fairly fairly quickly, even with Cat getting fractured by Theron, um, And then I just played efficiency the rest of the way because I still had four GLs. And um, I think I dropped a total of 10 banners (laughs) and that was including fleets. I I scored a 2073 and
1: it's a crazy score, man. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Then, then my opponent uh, went and dropped like seven banners on my front zone, messaged me and was like, I think you have this win. And (laughs) I did. I did. Uh, They actually lost the Fin Fin Poe, which was hiding in the back. Like the first time I put Finn Finn Poe on defense all season and it got a hold. Go me. (laughs) Awesome. Um, But yeah, so I finished two and one and I'm currently sitting at seven and two this season and comfortably in the top 100. So should be an interesting final week. The leaderboard is all sorts of messed up, you know, because people are in the process of joining and not joining. So I have no clue what my pod is going to be next week, but um it should be a strong should be a strong final final week of 3v3 good
1: yeah i'm I'm excited to see what you can do with it yeah um you get to feel my pain the top 100 has been um painful
0: yeah i've i've felt that pain a few times and we're about to feel it again What'll be interesting is a lot of the normal top 100 is currently sitting at like 200. So (laughs) when five V five starts again, the real pain is going to be in like that two to 300 zone. Cause a couple of the guys just let themselves fall or took off for three V three. And whoever, whatever poor sucker just jumps into that range is going to be like, what the hell is this? (laughs)
1: well yeah you're right like there's there are a few people who have just like let themselves tank and yeah it's yeah, yeah there's going to be some pain I, I mean that that's the that's the real secret is like there's there are um like j- just because just because you know someone is in the top 300 or something doesn't mean that they're they're you know going to be way easier than the people in the top like the drop off isn't that much it there is, there is some, there is some, uh, sometimes, but, you know, I guess, I guess in the top 300, there, there are sometimes people's people who will, you know, like overachieve one week and like win all three yeah. of their matches one week. And then the next week they somehow get an easy pod and they win the, the, all three of their next. And then it's like, then they, they react, they meet reality a little bit and, you know, right. so you, you get, you get a few more of those in in that range, but otherwise, I mean, yeah. Top, oh, it's tough to stay in the top 300, to be honest.
0: It is. And a part of it is if you're sitting at 100 and then somebody in the, the, what is it? Like 92 to 100 pod, right? Somebody in that pod, they're players that reach the top 100. Somebody's going 0-3 and they're dropping to like 250. And so then somebody at 500 went 3-0 and that, they met, they're meeting the guy that was in the top 100. Um, right. So it's, it is an, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic. Um, right, right around that range. Uh, but right. so we'll, yeah, we're lined up for a top 100 see or uh, finish. If I, all I need to do is go two and one, um, Obviously, the goal is going to be three zero, but then we're we very well both might both be starting the season in the top one hundred.
1: That would be fun. Yeah, uh, I guess. Or or it could just. <laughs> um, it could bring pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might um, start with a solo versus Zareth match. Oh. <laughs> uh... I don't want to love, joke about that. That Don't you speak <laughs> that evil on me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Uh, all right. So let's get into some of these podcast questions while we're hanging out. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, all right. Do you think the next set of GLs is going to have Omicrons? And if so, do you think uh, that should look like, what do you think that should look like across the various game modes?
1: And I think there's a couple options that they could go. I guess I'll let you go first.
0: All right. I I think they should keep Omicrons away from GLs because mm-hmm. there's such a heavy investment that if you're gonna tell me that I can only use this heavy investment in one game mode, it's not like Dadbot where it's like, all right, it was a heavy investment, but I can live with it. Like if you're telling me. I need to apply two R9s and probably three R8s and God only knows what else they require. Um, And then I can only use it in one game mode. Like People aren't going to be motivated to get it. So, I don't think that they're going to put Omicrons on GLs. I I just don't think that it's a good idea for them to do it.
1: Yeah, uh, so okay so it seems like they're planning on always giving us some kind of gac or sorry gac uh some kind of like buddy to go with them like a galactic legend buddy that you know like Mall or cat or whatever and so if they do that then that character would also need to have not have omicrons in that case um that'd be i, I think i i think i agree with you though actually that's that's the thing uh that I, i've been thinking about lately like omicrons are meant to specialize someone and like have that you know have that be operate within a more narrow design space which i frankly am fine with given the way you know like everything is escalating so much um yeah uh, you know like uh, we're gonna they're gonna release all these new characters we're gonna need more teams more zones in in you know gac and and I, i that's that may work once more, one more time, maybe two more. I, I don't know, but at, at some point, like peop, they're gonna expand it to the point that there's three hours worth of GAC for everyone. And that's that's not fun. So like, it might work once, I, I don't know, but they, they're gonna need to do something like, and so design space is a great way to do that, to kind of manage that, the escalation of things, um, uh, uh, you know, of, of how many teams we have, team growth. But at the same time, I, I don't know if they could like, omicrons are their big limiting factor right now like are they yeah. really going to make it so that their, their best thing that they're releasing the most exciting thing that they're releasing doesn't have omicrons I mean I almost think that they're right. just going to have one omicron for each game mode like uh, that's 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 almost what my thought is like they'll have one that makes them really good in territory wars one that's really good in territory battles one that's really good in, in GAC yeah, I could be wrong, but that's.
0: I I think that would be really bad for them. <laughs> like I, legitimately, I think that would be like the worst decision that they could make. Um, at sure. least with Omicron's still this rare. Like, because if, if, if you if you're telling me. You know, okay, you're, this GL, to be good again across all game modes, is going to need four four Omicrons. Um, like, that's that's legitimately two and a half months of saving up, two and a half to three months of saving up Omicrons.
1: Um, I mean, we, we have to do that for Malgus anyways.
0: But do you? Like, I've read his kit so many times, and I honestly think he's going to be like a star killer, where it's, um, you only need to apply the one ability, and then everything else just makes him stronger.
1: Well, I mean, I I only need if if you use that argument though, like <laughs> I don't need a territory war Omicron form. I don't need a territory battle one, not yet at least. Like,
0: yeah, but Malgus isn't a GL, so like so uh, i mean people people don't want to spend 2r9s two 2r8s two 3r7s and 3r5s and then not be able to use their investment yeah
1: uh, so i i agree that i would prefer that all i'm saying is it seems like like how are they going how are they not going to like but back in the day i remember i remember like thinking if they put, if they make us spend uh, a Zeta for every ability on a Galactic Legend, that's going to be crazy. Like I thought maybe that was possible, but it seemed really extreme because that's a lot of investment. That was a huge investment back then. It's still something you have to take into consideration uh, for, for uh, you know, new, like medium level accounts, uh, you know, mid range accounts. And I, I I thought that was crazy. The, the investment level would be crazy, but they, they still did it. And like Zetas were a lot more rare back then. So I don't I don't know. I think uh, it, it would surprise me if their if their top level ability Matt just wasn't used at all for both that that character and maybe their their companion buddy, their their conquest companion.
0: Well, we don't even know if they're gonna have a conquest companion
1: because they flat out
0: said after Maul. Don't expect all GLs to have a conquest companion.
1: Oh, that's fine. They don't need it, but and one way or another, like this is a high investment character. If they're if we're not using the highest level mats to upgrade them, it would it will surprise me. That's all.
0: Well, but the, so the reason I the other reason I don't think that they're actually going to do it is because Omicrons are supposed to be what elevates a character into that middle space. Like they they had the great nerfing a year ago. And they said, we did that because we want to be able to develop characters that sit in between these old legendaries and GLs. And that's what Omicrons were. They, and they basically said that when they released Omicrons of here's what we're talking about, guys. And so if you then require on GLs with the abilities that are supposed to make are supposed to elevate characters to just below GLs, like it's a, it's a very weird it would be a very weird mix. Now, granted, they're allowed to change their minds whenever they want, but we're, we're less than a year into this. Like It's not its not like it's been a long time.
1: Uh, I mean, whatever their choice is, I, I don't think they need Omicrons, and I'm fine if they don't, frankly. I, I hope that they don't. I
0: i would, frankly, be pissed if G, if the next GLs had Omicrons. Like just flat out, I I would be legitimately angry.
1: Okay, I mean, you could very well be right. I'm I'm not not say I just. It seems to me like the the upgrade mats that they use, or uh, right now, like no one cares about Zetas, or at least the top end players don't care about Zetas. Like they release a a GL with six Zetas, like the. The people at the top are like, uh, who cares? I, I already have. I could apply 10. Right Right. this second, I could apply 14, I think, Zetas if I wanted to. Like, not, not something that I care. Like, you know, just doesn't matter. I just apply Zetas to everything that, that has one now yeah. at, at this point. So,
0: I mean, they're going to make their money from the R9s that are required. Like, R9 and Lord Vader required, what, three, four R8s?
1: Well, they didn't make any money off of the Zetas that they required on the GLs, though. Either they they barely right. that you know, like we we couldn't buy Zetas for a long time, or we could buy them in such limited quantity that it wasn't wasn't uh, a thing. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. I I hope you're right. I, I do. I I just will be surprised if they don't use the most current upgrade mats for characters. Um, <laughs> At this point, though, it's all speculation. We don't even know if we're getting a new GL, frankly.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm ninety five percent sure we do. Because um, they Ed says it left and right. Of they've been on such a heavy resource drain the past month and a half that it is. It's like the you know the storm before the storm. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna drain you, and then oh by the way, here's something that requires six R8s.
1: Um sure. uh, oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah.
0: All right. So next one. Next question. If you could take one non-GAC omicron and move it to GAC, which one would you move?
1: Oh dear lord. <laughs> so gosh, I mean <laughs> like what, what would it do if we if we just did it with Juhani? but what would that how that impact things i i don't know um so so my heart tells me that this isn't my like just just off i just really got sad that t3's omicron wasn't was not for gac that that would have been so fun and i don't think that's the best answer in fact i'm i'm absolutely certain it's not but uh, that that's the first thing that i thought of when i saw that question what about you, Solo?
0: Yeah, uh, immediately I would do Dad Bod's unique,
1: unique, not leadership
0: or leadership. Yeah, the leadership. Okay, one one hundred percent, not a question. Give me Dad Bod. I will gladly use him as lead, um, and it'll give me a bounty hunter team out, out in the wild. Like, like that one Omicron gives me an entire new team.
1: Well, cool. yeah, I think that's probably the wisest. Uh, of course. Of them.
0: It would require me to invest a lot of good mods <laughs> into that dad team, but it'd be worth it. I mean, because like I said, you're either they're either not placing Lord Vader or you're destroying their Darth Revan. Like, that's uh, in easily easily destroying Darth Revan, I should say. So uh, Hands down, it would be Dad Bod lead. I mean, how do you say no to seventy speed? <laughs> that's well, uh, I mean,
1: that's that's what Zam did, right? So you'd get two of them.
0: Yeah, right. both Bounty Hunter teams will get that.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you you could. I guess you could compound it too. You could get one hundred forty speed, right?
0: I mean, you probably would be able to. I don't probably wouldn't need to, but you probably would be able to. Actually, I guess for EP Star teams, maybe. Get 140 mm-hmm. speed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It seems broken as F. So. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. All right. So next one. Uh, what are the best ways to mirror proof your executor fleet? Uh, and how does it make it? How do you best make it hell for your opponent in GAC?
1: Um, I'll let you answer that. So I don't know. Well,
0: uh, the, the way to make it mirror proof is to have it the the triple attacker the problem is it makes it much easier for rebels so if you have triple attacker and you have r9 piet and you have r8 on um, at least two at least two of the pilots i i wouldn't i wouldn't mirror that i wouldn't even think about mirroring that um, even with an r9 and it's a coin flip but i would just take rebels against it and win much win a lot easier than a mirror would so i don't i don't think that it stops the mirror but i don't think it actually helps um depending on what your opponent has a history of doing i think the the question of how how do you make it hell for your opponent keep your own executor on offense (laughs) that's if you know that they're keeping theirs on offense and they've won 12 straight times with their executor, like keep your own on offense and get the same max banner win against the same G E T two that they're going to do. And then you just completely negate your best fleet, but you also negate their best fleet and you make it a two fleet game. Um, Is there, there's, there's really no other way to mirror proof
1: your executor fleet yeah um i mean a a very common strategy that i've i've observed is when i when i place both my executor and my chimera uh, fleet like people always use their executor uh, sorry their finalizer to kill my executor and, and then they use executor to kill chimera so uh, because because the the mirror is so ugly uh i guess so uh, for what it's worth wow. i mean that's that's been that's been something that people use a lot and uh so it usually costs them banners if i place malevolence and Camera on defense
0: yeah so well the new the new hot fleet defense is r8 tie fighter pilot with tarkin on defense um here <laughs> that's yeah I, and my TIE fighter pilot is currently it's just very much getting relic levels as we speak um but that's also a heavy investment but that that is the new like when all these people charge up from 250 and even at the end the current like top 25 if you look at what their fleet defenses are it's executor and or it's not executor. That's that's the funny part. They're not placing executor on defense. They're placing this Tarkin team with an R eight Tie Fighter pilot, and then they're keeping their executor to kill that Tarkin team. Hmm. <laughs> Which is uh, it's humorous to me that like this Tarkin team is a bigger threat than executor with the catches. It's with an R eight Tie Fighter pilot
1: yeah i'd be interested to see how malevolence does against that
0: oh it loses immediately like before malevolence gets a turn it's basically lost
1: that much huh yeah yeah
0: it's because tarkin tarkin is faster than chimera and tarkin is faster than malevolence so that tie interceptor the tie fighter pilot goes immediately it uh puts up taunt for the tie bomber then vader goes and then tie interceptor comes in all before malevolence takes the turn
1: yeah that happens to me sometimes anyways
0: yeah um but so it is it's considered it, that is the meta fleet right now like that's the meta defense fleet
1: um, <laughs> uh, i don't want to put more relics on that guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm also, so my plan basically going forward is TIE fighter pilot, GAR, and ISC are get, all getting relics. Because if you're GAR, you can work it so that if your GAR is fast enough, um, you get the, the buff immunity on the TIE bomber. And then the fast TIE fighter pilot is not, it doesn't matter. Because the TIE bomber doesn't um, taunt so you can just target their vader and once you take out their vader you know it's the fleet loses a lot
1: oh that's fair that's fair um yeah, yeah it sounds <sighs> all this fleet uh escalation it's uh it's frustrating but like get, yeah. just give me, give me mods give me ship mods cg <laughs> please please god why would mods. they when
0: you have to put r9 on Tie fighter pilot that's,
1: You're gonna make uh, me cry, so <laughs> that's,
0: that's why Jeez. we're here. I mean, I know people that have put our nine on Darth Vader already, j- strictly for the fleet. Because in the mirror, if you go first, you win.
1: Hmm. Fun.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Last question: Do you think that the meta is going to calm down for a few months as people farm up the newest stuff? As Dolphins and free to play, do you think we're in for a wild ride from here on out? Uh,
1: no, the meta's that the, they don't want the meta to calm down. Like, oh, yeah, no, I, I've lost track of the times Fatal's been like, there's no good GAC Omicron's, there's no, and then, and then like right after that, they're like, hey, Wampa came out, you know, hey, first order type pilot came out. Like, they're, they're gonna keep just releasing them, and like just back to back to back to back to back to back to back, like, just. Uh, they want that. They want people to invest. They want people to feel crunched. For like, they want people to feel stressed. Like, uh, frankly, yeah. I mean, we we talk about how CG isn't all bad and everything. Um, and I don't necessarily think, but I don't think they are all bad. I think that this strategy, though, is for them. Like, they want people to feel like they don't have enough. But if they spend money, they might have enough to keep up at least a little bit. And yep, that's so it's not in their interest. It's not in their company's interest to let things slow down. Like there's been a few times where things have slowed down a little bit and that's not, I feel like that's that's when, that's when the biggest rumors of them like shutting down have, have come up is it like <laughs> right. they're not making much money because everyone's just fine at the pace that everything's going at.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that feeling like you haven't caught up is how freemium games work. <laughs> that's just, that's just what they do they right. they they present you with a problem and then sell you the solution um and yeah i actually think the past month and a half is kind of a bit calmer not not omicron wise but like resource wise but we are about to get grand inquisitor malgus and if the rumor is true a galactic legend announced all within three to four weeks of each other
1: hmm. like
0: that's Adds the definition of a wild ride.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, whether or not we get another GL. I mean, uh, so so let's say let's say that there's not going to be another GL coming out for whatever, whatever reason. You, you think there is, and I, I tend to think that we're going to get one uh, as well. But even if there isn't, I mean, just the fact that we're going to get Grand Inquisitor and Malgus. And Malgus, like, we're going to want good gear on the characters surrounding him as well. Like, d- yeah. just those two. Plus, like... Also, the new droid, sortie is, is going to have, like, she seems really freaking good, actually. Yes, yes. And, and so a lot of people are going to have to gear up T3 as well. Like, there, there are a ton of things that people are going to need to be working like, quote-unquote, need to be working on yeah. to stay current. So, yeah. yeah. Even without another GL being introduced, we're going to be very busy. And with another GL introduced, uh yeah, Pandemonium.
0: Right. Yeah, it's going to be... Buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a fun one. Um, all right. So let's talk. We talk about your main accounts. How did how did uh, Professor X and Prevail Man do while you were off conventioning?
1: Um, but I, I went two and one for both of them. And uh, <laughs> a, a couple of them, I, I think, were I think one of them was like, I, I cleared one zone for Prevail Man and the guy just didn't attack. And I was like, I win, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then the next fight was prevail. The final fight was prevail. Man, I was in the I'm in the finals, and the guy placed both of his GLs, one on each zone. He's like, you know, screw you, and and I managed to zerg down his uh, Ray team, and I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually uh, like, uh, he, he was super inefficient against me, and <laughs> in, in uh, like, and he couldn't clear my Darth Revan team, and so all I needed to do was clear two zones, and I'd, I'd yeah. win. And then I couldn't clear his fleets, and so I only cleared one zone and lost. It was like this triumphant, like, "Yes, we, you know, (laughs) we did it. The fleets aren't that scary." And then they were scary enough that I lost. So, yeah, damn it all. Um, and then, uh, but but Prevail Man has been actually just been. I think those are the first couple wins that he's gotten this season. Actually, (laughs) like it's it's been a very rough season. Like he's. He's on the very brink of falling out of rhodium entirely. So yeah. it was nice to get a couple wins. Um, it, it, I'll, I'll tell you this: three v three, I have enjoyed it. It's been good. It is hell if you don't have GLs and your opponents consistently do. Yeah, like it. It yeah. is just almost impossible to compete. And so uh, you know, I I do enjoy three v three on my main. On my alts, it's it's been less fun. Um, yeah. Uh, on professor x i actually i i did i had efficiented a couple like i just took my darth Revan for offense as well and splitting off malik and darth Revan from each other and getting two you know high like high banner wins with those two yeah. has, has been really nice and so yeah um i'm just gonna go i think i'm gonna just start adopting a full efficiency strategy for both my both of my alts moving forward huh which i guess i i that's what i used to do anyways frankly yeah yeah cuz I, I was always trying to get top 10 you have to play full efficiency for that the strategy to work so yeah right uh good good enough week for my alts ironically i, I actually did record my fights uh and i i did a voice so like i recorded my voice as i was playing them so uh that that should be an interesting um you know we'll we'll get those out eventually for sure <laughs> yeah um, yeah, so that's yeah. it. That's that. Um, are you enjoying life without an alt?
0: It is amazing. So happy with the decision. So happy. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Oh, it's nice to have free time. It's amazing. Amazing how how much time is freed up when you get rid of an alt. Um, all right, so I mean, our our last quote unquote segment is: Have you done anything to? change your roster headed into this week
1: uh i i don't know you know i i rolled a plus 19 speed mod uh randomly (laughs) uh just because i was trying to find something i could delete to have more more mod space and i was like 19 so i need to actually look at that at some point um (laughs) but otherwise i don't i don't know um Arsenal in in chat actually, he was like, Solo, you convinced him about Juhani. You put a Zeta on you put a Zeta on Juhani. And I was like, Well, I, I was looking, I was on Blue Stacks and looking at her at her profile and her kit. I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot she even had a Zeta. So I, I did <laughs> But and, and remember how I was just saying I could apply 14 Zetas, like
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> may as well just throw one on her because my, my guess is that <laughs> you know, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if I threw a threw an Omicron on her at some point, but Otherwise, I don't think I've done any other stuff. Like, I, I'm i poised. I've decided, like, I, I only need 65 total um, for Fifth Brother. And so I haven't been buying them from the store. I'm just going to wait for the weekly reset. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I've applied anything to anyone. Like, yeah. Probably get like Dark Basties relics up to seven tonight, tonight, and call it good. What about you, Solo?
0: I so I <laughs> I got Wicket from R or G7 to R3. This is the last character I'm gearing up. <laughs> oh um, dear lord, you did that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah so that happened. Um Fair I enough. finished off Fifth Brother and I got him to R5. So I'm ready for the Grand Inquisitor right now. And then I got Fox to R6. That's really not for GAC or at least 3v3. That's more of anticipation of 5v5. I want mm-hmm. to get Fox to R7 for 5v5. Um, Fair. Because I have the first order TIE pilot only. So once we hit 5v5, Fox is going to get a lot more use. So that was it. It wasn't, I mean, getting getting fifth brother to R5 took a majority of the week. Um. So that's that's it. And now I am the Empire fleet, like we talked about. That's that's next on the list of two relics. And other than that, I'm gonna be saving a lot of relic materials because we are going to be needing a lot of relic materials between Malgus and Grand Inquisitor and whatever else comes. So it's time to start it's time to start banking them.
1: Yeah, well, like you were saying, um it, it could it's going to it, it's going to happen um, yeah. like it's going it's going to be good to have malgus at, at least able to get relic 9 right away because well for for us at least because he he's he looks ridiculously strong yes, yes and, and and as a tank i mean I, he's only going to be stronger like look at look at the last like transcendent character that we you like the only character you quote unquote need to be relic nine is jedi master luke and he's a tank because relic nine just does crazy things for tanks whether or not it does that for malgus is yet to be determined but um
0: right but i want to have the chance to do it i'm not i won't be i won't apply r9 right away i'll let other people do it first just to see how it works out right but for week two you know i want to be ready
1: yeah, I, I think I think you'd be foolish not to be, frankly. I, I think, yeah. yeah, we need we need to be ready, you and I at least. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, and Grand Inquisitor, I mean, it, I, I am so interested in what his kit's gonna do, actually. I that that's the reason I haven't been like really scouring the Inquisitor kits yet, because it's just going to it, it's going to alter so much.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So yeah. Uh, anyways, that gosh, this is a long podcast.
0: It, it, it has been. Um, so why don't we wrap the
1: podcast up? Why don't we? All right. Um,
0: so thank you, everybody, for joining us. We are headed into the final week of 3v3. So Zareth is back up and running now that he is back home. So uh, Wednesday night, we will be on our personal pages, uh, streaming our GACs. That's yeah. solo base 15 for me, S O L O B A S S 15. Then Zareth underscore Prevails for Zareth. That's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Um, Friday night, big night on a Friday night. We should probably advertise this a little more. We have the former CG developer NivMet is joining us for fight night. Going to be a lot of fun. He's developed a lot of cool kits. So we'll we'll get to talk to him about kits that he developed um and just in in general his time with the game and while we're while we're doing our gac's and then from there on sunday night we'll be back on our personal pages and that circles us around to monday night and we'll be back here
1: yeah seems like a fun time to be honest
0: yes so with
1: that said
0: um yeah, let's go night. Just remember that evil sucks.
1: Yeah, uh, don't be dicks, guys.